we want to, but we'll still do hand signals to each other. No, no, don't say that. Free <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll. We found it. Welcome to Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mail. Mage Mail brings your customers back with customer lifecycle email from Magento. Start your no risk trial today at magemail.co. Nexus is the leader in Magento server performance. Speed up your Magento store as much as 13 times or greater on a world-class hosting platform. Stay tuned to Mage Talk for a special offer on shared and dedicated hosting. Visit nexus.net slash magetalk to find out more. Welcome to Mage Talk, episode 86 of the Magento Community Podcast. I'm Philip Jackson. And I'm Kalen Jordan. And we have uh, two guests today. We're, we're, we're not we just have, guests. Not These just like guests. We have super guests. Yeah. They're like uber guests. We have uh, emissaries from another land. That's <laughs> it. If, uh, if, if one had to be a king and the other one had to be a queen, which one would be king and which oh, one would be queen? Oh, that wrong analogy. Um, it's more like... King and king, like two kings. It's like two na- kings. We three kings of, of <laughs> neighboring Oro kingdoms. Are, yes. Okay. Well, I, I think I just tipped my hand. So we're uh, we're we're excited to announce uh, that sitting uh, in sunny California right now. You guys are in California, right? Oh, sitting yeah. in sunny California right now. <laughs> we and on the line with us is uh, Yoav Kutner and uh, Dima Soroka from Oro Inc. And many other things, or a commerce, or a platform, or a CRM. The list goes on, yeah. <laughs> the list goes on. The Formerly list goes both on. of Magento uh, Inc. and uh, and and MageCore. Don't forget MageCore. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Doing well. <laughs> uh, really nice and warm here in California. So good for you. <laughs> Short sleeves nice. in the office today. <laughs> nice. What city are you guys in again? Los Angeles. Wh- which part of? Uh, right now we're in West Hollywood. So it's oh, cool. right next to Beverly Center. If anybody knows Los Angeles, it's yeah, uh, yeah. Um, you know, LA is one of the uh, tech cities in the uh, US now. So we have a lot of startups here. That's true. <clears throat> and I'm that's just promoting LA for. Yeah. Can you <laughs> yeah. earn a living wage in in Los Angeles? If you work no. for tech or the movie industry, you can. <laughs> neither neither Yoav or DMRI earn a living wage. We're actually on this show to to ask for donations <laughs> so that we can get some dinner tonight. Did anyone so. ever see did you guys see that um that blog post of the of the girl who made minimum wage working for Yelp? Did you see that whole thing? Oh no. You guys no. see that? Okay. Well, it was it was an interesting read uh, about um, the state of the Silicon Valley uh, uh, tech startup scene, and Yelp, I guess, is still considered a. Uh, they have, I guess, they've acquired a few startups, and they have a bunch of people working like minimum wage at those jobs and stuff. So, anyway, interesting conversation, but not the one that you're here for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not the one I mean, we're having here. Be- before me and Demon tell you how much we make. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Kalen's job. Kalen likes to ask a lot of really inappropriate questions uh, lately. We had John Goodall on the last episode who runs the Mage Titans uh, conference, and Kalen basically just said, so John, do you make a lot of money at this conference? No, or? and I said, <laughs> I said because I'm always curious about events because they're talking about Mage Titans, and event, it seems like with events, they always seem to run in the red. I mean, it's, it's hard to make money on events. People don't usually do them to make money. You know, they do them 
because they want to. Bring okay, hold community. on. This is where I'm going to go find a quote of you talking about how they must rake it in and imagine, and I'm <laughs> no, going to insert it right. I didn't there. say that. I yeah, know for sure. a fact through certain secretive sources that they do not rake it in. Um, okay, but uh, anyway, at least at some point in the past. Okay. Speaking of um, events, uh, do you guys want to talk about your event that's coming up? No. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next up, <laughs> next up, we'll be. Uh, no. no, it's uh, Aura Momentum. Yeah, it's our first uh, official community event. We had a few uh, small ones that were done by the community themselves all over the world. Uh, but this is our first one that we're kind of um, promoting and heading. Uh, we have some great sponsors for it. So it's, it was actually even done pre-investment. So we were able to afford it pre-investment, which was great. Nice. Um, we are um, doing it a day before Imagine just because we're there. And a lot of uh, our partners are co-partners with uh, Magento as well. And a lot of the developers that are looking at the products and using Aura CRM with Magento today. So we feel that has some relevance. And of course, a lot of the community is there. So um, it will be on Sunday, the day before Imagine, 10th of April uh, from 4 to 8. Uh, Roy Rubin, uh, co-founder of Magento. and I think I've heard of him. I've yeah. never heard of that he's guy. Gonna What's actually that guy get off there. He's going to give uh, his first <laughs> public appearance since uh, leaving Magento. So that's cool. Wow. Yeah. And uh, he's an advisor now with Aura. So we're happy to have him at the event. Um, and then we're going to have some customers using Aura CRM, some case studies. Um, we're going to talk, of course, about platform, have a Kenio there. And, uh, I was going to ask if a is in the house. Absolutely. Kenio in the house. <laughs> and uh, then we're going to top it all off with um, basically previewing what we have with uh, the beta release of Aura Commerce. Ooh. Yep. You guys are getting into that getting into that thing where you have a big event, preview the new features. That's what we have to do. I don't know why we keep on doing that, by the way. That's the biggest mistake a company does is have an event and have that as a deadline to show new features. Never works. <laughs> there was always this uh, issue with Magento well, Go, if you remember. Yeah. First Imagine. Me and Dima stayed up all night trying to... Like, let's, let's get it. it didn't work. I love it. We just had I love Tim, that you... We had Tim Schultz on the, uh, on the podcast a few weeks ago. And he was talking about uh, how he he has tried very hard to get away from Magento Go for the last like seven or eight years, but he keeps coming to companies where he has to continually interact with Magento Go. He's like he went to Big Commerce, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, do you guys want to take over our Magento Go clients? And yeah. he just can't get away from Magento Go. <laughs> well, serves until great. Magento Go closed down, then I think he <clears throat> managed to get away. from It's it. funny because herpes is the same way. Herpes acts the same way. It's, you think you've gotten rid of it, and it just keeps coming back over and over and over. We're, if you guys want me to pull a fill from this call, we can, we can, we can you know, after the, after the uh, election process that we're having around here right now, I think this is okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually right. I'm, allowed, I'm allowed to talk like this now. Apparently, yeah, yes, Trump right. it's okay. Our, you know, yeah. maybe future president talks this way. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> hashtag not um, my president. So, anyway. so hashtag never Trump. Um, so uh, okay, so let's 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 address the the kind of the elephant, the small elephant. The is baby there an elephant. elephant in the room? There's a baby. There's just a baby, like a little cute porcelain elephant in the room. Which I is mean, that yeah, we, we have three. We have the Peach Pea uh, <laughs> Symphony elephant. We have the Pea, <laughs> they come uh, equipped. Yeah, they come equipped. The yellow one, the oral. We call it now. It's the uh, uh, Peach Pea Sun Sunshine. I think it's called. Sunshine right. PHP. Are oh, you guys yeah. with Sunshine? We were once, yeah. And then we have the PHP 7 one. 
Nice. Oh, then so I, the- I like that one. Oh, Akinio. Speaking of Akinio, which runs on Aura Platform, mm-hmm. they have a, uh, a a plush that they give away now. It's a Hydra. Have you seen it? It's incredible. That is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Okay, so I I went to their site that recently, and they they had their the three headed Hydra dragon. Right? Yeah, and it it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, right? like I saw it. They I have like, incredible. They have incredible graphic like artwork yeah. on on anyway. Yeah, and then I tweeted them about it, and then I guess they had a, a new design coming up. So they like three days later they put up their new design, and it was it's toned down a little bit, but it has like a really neat animation and stuff. Um, yeah. and you, okay, and you so, like the purple? <laughs> I love the purple. What's the purple hydra in the room, Kalen? <laughs> the purple, the purple hydra in the room. You guys are. I don't know if you want to say direct compet, indirect competitors now with uh, Oro Commerce um, with Magento. Um, you which, know, I think they've, yeah, you talked about it a lot on the last episode that you were on, uh, which, you know, by the way, is still our highest listened to episode of all time. Is um, it? yeah, yeah. That's oh it. yeah. Ep- the episode 50. That's the episode where like people at Magento listen to it. They say, start from episode 50, <laughs> everything before 50, you can just, yeah. I'm, pretty much I'm honored. I still, I, still one, promise you say, that, I still promise you we'll have me and Roy as well on one of your episodes as well. So that's oh, right. Yeah, we, we should try, shoot for a hundred. I forgot about that. Yeah. We got to do that for a hundred. How okay. perfect would that be? All right, done. that would be, That'd be absolutely and then, perfect. And then you're you're gonna have to build a list now. It's like uh, Magento's gonna say, listen through from episode fifty until eighty five. <laughs> Skip eighty six, <laughs> and then continue to one hundred. Okay, let me get this question out. Let me get this question out. Question out. So, um, you guys are indirect competitors, at least in the B two B segment, market, industry, field. Um, and so, how do you how do you think about that? Like you mentioned. You know, some people, even with the conference, I think we're a little bit like, "Hey, what are they doing? They're they're you know um, siphoning off some of our tra- uh, so, from our stuff." But the way you explained it, which makes perfect sense to me, is you still you have a lot of uh, partnerships that cross both sides of the aisle, uh, so to speak. Yeah. And you guys have a, a product with Oral CRM that's very complimentary. You have your own Magento clients through MageCore, uh, but you're also starting to compete a little bit. So how do you how do you think about that? How do you see that? So. Again, I think that uh, with OrCRM we're extremely complementary to what Magento does, um, and that's right. definitely something that uh, we see more and more Magento merchants um, coming to us and telling us they're using the product, um, how they're using it. I think the feature set that we're kind of investing in there is continuing to kind of lead any kind of other CRM that uh, offers any integration with uh, Magento. So on that front, I think we're extremely complementary to what they're doing, and we're actually providing a service uh, to merchants that are using Magento and need a CRM or insight into their customer base. So, um, and I think that's going to be a lot of the highlight of that conference. We have a lot of customers that want to meet us and they're coming to Imagine anyway. We have, like you said, a lot of partners that uh, are a Magento partner and or a CRM partner and are going to be there as well. So we felt that's a good time to kind of have a get together and um, just talk about what the company is doing. You know, with the B2B, um, if we're competitors or not. So first of all, I'm honored if we'll be considered uh, competitors. I think, again, Magento is probably still the the beast in the e-commerce world. Um, I think I think that us um, having the B2B flag versus, you know, general purpose e-commerce platform is maybe not going to put us exactly in a competitive mode with Magento. Um, and again, Magento says and claims that they're going to do a lot of things for B2B. So it's all TBD, right? Maybe we will be competitors. Maybe uh, you'll see people using B2C with Magento. And when it comes to B2B, yeah, I mean, my and my understanding, I, I believe, I can't remember, I, I think I've heard from a few people that... Um, it, even though you could make a lot of of, of um, 
a fair critiques of how well Magento can support B2B. Um, and we, I think we talked a lot about that on the, on yeah. the last episode. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know what the percentage is, Phil, you probably know better than I, a, a significant percentage of their current uh, customer base is actually B2B, is, is my understanding. Well, they, they say so. Um, and I would say it's it's probably based more on volume than anything. Uh, mm-hmm. B2B has a velocity of... of, of uh, order volume and and you know I market I don't know the way the way that B2B is structured um, there could easily be like I'm aware of a company here in South Florida that um, that won an award at Imagine a few years ago that they do 60 70 thousand orders a day like how many how many B2C stores do you see doing that kind of velocity not much right, right? Um, and I'm sure you and guys that- understand that on at Oro like the B2B has uh, and actually, I know you understand it because well, one, you're building the platform. Number two, <laughs> hopefully, understand it. <laughs> so, uh, number so two, I, you you yeah, brought the, a lot of these points up uh, the last time that you were on. So I, but Magento, in my opinion, does not do B2B very well out of box uh, today. Although they um, they will, they're going to slay Phil for having said. Yeah. That well, no, I've said sure that a hundred times. No, 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 no. I've said that a hundred times. Slayed you a hundred times. Yeah, they saying. can they can say that they do it. Um, they're you know the reason. That I think B two B is talked about a lot um, in Magento is that there's a lot of companies like Xeon or formerly Xeon now Levamentum who developed a lot of intellectual property to facilitate B two B and they tend to reach for the same partners over and over in the B two B space, right? Right, because they're the ones that can execute there. Um, but anyway, I, I hear I hear rumors that that might be changing, but uh, you know, and I think you all yeah. just kind of alluded to that, but we'll see. Well, I imagine, sorry for the pun, but I imagine that we imagine we will have well, some uh, big B2B uh, you know, announcements from Magento, I'm sure. Again, it's a big space. I think you know, yeah. what we're doing and what we're uh, kind of solving the problems that we're working on, it's about what B2B companies need. From our experience, that is um, extremely hard, if not impossible, to achieve with Magento. So um, again, we talked about it, so no real reason to get into too much depth into it, but Quickly, just the the price list, the multiple users per accounts, uh, payment terms, um, workflow based uh, checkouts and uh, order flow and uh, request orders and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. These are stuff that have to be in a B two B platform. Um, from the users we are talking to, from the customers and potential uh, customers we are talking to, um, so there is no tools right now in the market we feel that doing a good job for this. A lot of the platforms, even if they initially started with B two B, when the B two C market got uh, exciting and hot, everybody kind of started focusing on that, right? So they put a lot of the B two B features they had um, kind of in the backseat and didn't evolve them at all. So we're mm-hmm. we're getting you know a lot of uh, interest from people that are using Intoshop, Hybris, um, you name it, right? That very interested in a B two B. And I want to say the majority of these companies are not online yet. At best case, they have a static site, you know, with some information about the company, but they're mm-hmm. conducting business with pen and paper, fax machines, phone calls, and best case scenario, emails. So you'll be surprised that this or not, that this market right. has to be a bit shaken and you know become a bit more modern. And it, right. I think we might have mentioned it, but something really, um, a fact that I'm actually surprised by, a lot of these businesses are kind of, you know, uh, generations of families working. And, yep. and when the grandchildren are taking over now, um, they're expecting it to be the same experience they know when they go and shop on Amazon, right? And, um, yeah. 
and buyers, et cetera. So it has to be an efficient process. Uh, you know, and I think for companies to start competing, uh, Amazon has the B2B offering right now, right? So you can buy as a business from Amazon. Uh, yep. so a lot of these companies will have to start competing and offering these services to their customers. Um, right. Yeah. And again, this is this has to be solved. You know, it's like the same thing we said at Magento. At Magento, we were, and Roy, and I'm going to quote Troy on that, we had to learn how to say no, right? Or we are uh-huh. not going to do that. And that's the same thing. I mean, if Magento is going to start focusing on a B2B, it's a big problem to solve. And that's what right. we're doing. We're solving this from the grounds up. We're not trying to be all uh, solutions for it. Exactly. We're, yeah. we're trying to focus on that. Uh, I guess the biggest um, elephant in the room when it comes to this question is, will, we, will you be able to have a B2C website on Oro? And a simplified B2C site, yes, the answer will be definitely. Yes. That's the medium-sized elephant. In the yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the pink medium elephant. Yeah. Uh, but, but I guess, you know, again, our focus is on B2B. If Magento is going to throw their hat into the ring, and, you know, I think anybody, everybody will just benefit from that. You know, uh, we'll let, believe that. Right. Let, let me ask this question, then, then we'll move on from this topic. But um, so, so, you know, so currently, like we're saying, you have a lot of, um, you know, customers that are on Magento, Oro, CRM integrates heavily with Magento. That's a big part of your business. Mm-hmm. For the long term, because you guys are in the B2B space, you're specializing there, you're focusing there, you're building CRM, you're building commerce for B2B. Um, for your long term roadmap, you know, currently you have a lot of Magento customers. But for the long term roadmap, as you're building out your own uh, your oral commerce and you're building out features that are going to make more sense for B2B, do you see in the long term, five years from now, ten years from now, that you'll eventually those your customer base will phase out of Magento, or do you see long term <coughs> long term? <laughs> are you, are you <laughs> pumping up a new elephant? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just think that's an interesting question because I can see how you could have some initially, but the long term almost seems inevitable that you'd have to diverge from Magento if you're focusing B2B? So, uh, you know, this is a good question. Uh, and with a good question, always uh, there should be a good answer. I think that it's, again, really uh, TBD, right? We'll, we'll see how it uh, rolls out. We have customers on Oro that are not it. Magento uh, <laughs> e-commerce websites or not using right. Magento as their e-commerce, uh, Volusion, uh, you know, yep. um, even IBM WebSphere. So it really depends. I you know, we are very focused on our CRM being a CRM product. As such, it should work and integrate with many different uh, channels, as we call it in our CRM world, right? Yeah. So one of them is Magento. Uh, but like I said, we have Volusion customers. We have now integration with uh, PrestaShop. You know, so it's, we are actually, to build our CRM to become a true multi-channel CRM application, we have to support all these, uh, us or the community or the ecosystem, we have to support all these different channels that um, customers are interacting with a merchant. So on that front, again, we're not using this as a hook into getting people to move from Magento to our commerce. I think, I hope they'll do it for other reasons. Uh, but, but that said, that's not mm-hmm. the purpose. Um, sure. and, and the way we're building uh, our commerce and our CRM we we are well aware that a lot of the B2B potential customers that we're going to have have their own CRM, be that Salesforce, Sugar, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. There's like, like somebody just commented after our uh, announcement that we had on the investment, somebody commented, oh, yet another CRM, right? So it's exactly that. There, that market is very, very, uh, <laughs> yeah, right? But, but that market is crowded as well. I think, we, again, what we differentiate ourselves there is about this multi-channel approach, this um, extra care that we putting into what e-commerce merchants need. Uh, that said, right. because we're building a B2B application, we have a lot of the B2B features. So 
putting it all together, we, we love this approach of saying, okay, you can bring your own CRM to play, you can bring your own B2B, uh, you can bring your own uh, e-commerce. Whatever application you use for more, that's a win for us, right? And if you decide that we do something better than one of our competitors and decide to move over, then, you know, that's a double win. But sure. but we're really about, and, and the way we're, you know, I can't show it to you, but you should come and visit, that we really treat these as two different products. Again, they're kind of the same product, right? They're just uh, extensions or modules that are working on top of our platform. But the way we think about it, the way we are actually uh, dividing the company, we're really treating it as two products, two roadmaps, um, and two right. different goals. So I think we're, whichever one picks up, if both, that's even better. But uh, I think it. we're really committed to both of them right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Phil, feel free to jump in here. Um, at any point, I yeah, know I'm asking um, a lot of questions, but I know we didn't uh, actually congratulate you yet on the round of funding. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to say. We mentioned <laughs> he's he's mentioned it like three or four times, but you didn't actually say anything about it. <laughs> Congrats! I was, Congrats. I was trying to like you know elbow you too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So Kalen's going to ask uh, how much you made personally out of it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Went to the um, <laughs> no, that's awesome. How how did that? Um, how's that? How's that working out for you guys? Is that uh, what? What are some of the things that that's enabling you guys to to focus on? Yeah, so I, I think the biggest thing is, of course, if uh, if you followed what we've doing, what we've been doing at Oro, and pretty much how we did Magento, we were bootstrapping the company and basically. Uh, Generating revenue that we were then turning back and investing in our products. Uh, getting this uh, round really, uh, and by the way, this is from Highland Europe, so it's actually a European VC that invested in oh, us. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, and I'll talk about that for a sec, but I think the biggest thing for us is that we now can be you know, taking a lot more risk than uh, what we were taking before. Um, again, we're still committed to general revenue and that's nothing, um, nothing's going to change. That's our DNA, but this definitely allows us to double down. We are, we were stretching ourselves a bit thin, uh, having, you know, these three products basically on the market that we're developing. Um, so this definitely allows us to do that. Uh, another big thing with this investment is to, um, you know, a mistake we learned at Magento is to be early on, uh, on the ground in Europe because that's um, a very big market for us. It's about 40% of our uh, customers and uh, partners and everything comes from Europe. So we have some presence there. Uh, yeah, because I've heard Magento, even to this day, the partner program out in Europe isn't quite as strong. Is that fair to say, Phil, or either of you guys? The partner program where uh, for Magento on the Magento side of things? Yeah, on the Magento side of things. Um, no, I I mean I think uh, it's somewhat representative that uh, there's a I mean they have a huge market share like fifty or sixty percent market share in Australia and you know some massive share in in the EU. So um, I think worldwide there's three hundred partners. I'm not sure how many are in North America, but I would say there's probably more partners outside of North America than there are in North America. Oh, okay. I think we're experiencing the same kind of um, uh, distribution of uh, customers and partners and community as Magento, and it was about 50% uh, US, then about 35 to 40 Europe, including UK, Germany, yeah. France, etc., and then the uh, rest of the world, right? So it kind of distributes it. Australia is an interesting market. I think uh, we see the same as in CRM. It's kind of following the Magento trend. Mm-hmm. So it's a big market for us, but again, it's a small market in general. Right, right. Um, that's awesome, man. Now, are we going to be able to get you guys to tease out any uh, any specific features that uh, uh, you guys have, have been able to invest in 
with the with the funding. Whoa, somebody's calling. <laughs> it's me telling you not to ask that question. Yeah, no. don't ask that question, Kaylin. <laughs> no, that so, was uh, that was Mark Lavelle on the phone. He's, he's trying already, to coach wow. you. That was that was recent. He said, "Cut the feed." <laughs> um, so. I think the, you know, we just got the funding. <laughs> it's mostly, <You're> the, right. <laughs> it's mostly still sitting in the bank, but, um, again, we, we've been going, uh, full throttle right now. Anyway, um, we're hiring now like crazy. So, um, if you know anyone, uh, let us know. We're definitely looking for developers, salespeople, marketing people. So, um, yeah, we, we need to start supporting all this growth that we have here. Um, so nice. PHP Symphony 2 guys if you're listening I know it's a Magento podcast but <laughs> we definitely need you oh um, yeah for sure yeah, so, um, that's awesome but we how many uh, how many people oh, what's that how many people are you guys hiring total oh I think our for this year's plans is at least 40 people so wow yeah. we're already that's 85 cool. so yeah it's gonna it's gonna almost not a 50 85 full time W2 we are 85 people. Uh, yeah, not including. Do you want their social security numbers too, Kaylin? <laughs> sure. Could we just could we just jot those down real quick? The social security. That's for incredible. tax purposes, right? <laughs> for tax purposes. That's amazing. Wow, that's um, that's amazing. Uh, congratulations. That's that's impressive. Thank you, that's you guys. Super impressive. I know I'm making a lot of jokes about Kaylin right now, but I'm I'm just uh, I'm over here wowed. Uh, that's phenomenal growth. So good for you. I appreciate it. And it's, uh, you know, when we, most days we just have our heads down uh, to the keyboards, but um, when we pick our heads around and just look around and just feel how the company's growing, it's, it's, it's really amazing to see it happening the second time for me and yeah. for most of us that have been around for a long time at Magento and now here. So Speaking of heads down to the keyboard, is, is Dima still there? Dima's <laughs> here. Uh, it's kind of quiet. Yeah, of course. Just <laughs> <laughs> right. so, my hands uh, on keyboard. He's <laughs> <laughs> just absorbing it all in. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So now, so we've we've covered the small elephant, the medium sized elephant. Now the full full figured elephant. <laughs> Uh, real elephants. Real elephants have curves. <laughs> Hashtag real elephants have curves. Um, is the benchmark that you guys did comparing Magento one to Magento two? Sure. Yeah, there's a whole blog um, and, post about it, right? Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to say no comment. So thank you for having us here. And <laughs> okay, great. Thanks. Appreciate you guys. Uh, it was a we'll good, talk, was a good talk. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, here comes the outro music. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, and this was actually written by by Dima, and you guys went to detail on your benchmarks, and um, uh, you know I think you were you were saying Yoav in the before we started the call that sort of to um, kind of open things up and talk about your your guys's position where you're coming from with this, um, you know you you had some some sort of some thoughts to open up that conversation. Sure, and I think one of the things we were not expecting um, as a feedback we started getting after putting this out was that people thought that we did it specifically to promote Oro, uh, specifically to show how bad Magento 2 is or anything like that. And and that's not the reason we did this. Um, and we didn't mention or we kind of alluded to the fact we have another small brand called Magecore. Um, that's part of how we were kind of funding our operations here. Uh, mm-hmm. And we do Magento services. We were called in a few times to kind of save a few big projects. I think we have some of the right people here on the team to kind of do that. So we, we kept a few uh 
You big guys did on build Magento. Magento after all. Yeah, that, that's the rumor, at least. Let's say that. <laughs> that's what they say. That's, that's what it said on Wikipedia last time. But, I don't know. But, but, no, he, yeah, on, on Wikipedia, it said you built Bento first. Oh, and, then, yeah. and then you... Yeah. <laughs> that was never yeah, a Bento. No, but uh, I told you, right? It was Pepper Commerce, right? Yeah, I, thought, I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was Potato Commerce. No, no, it was Pepper Commerce because of Sugar CRM. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That's a great. That's a great bit of trivia. That's not true at all. That we'll have to dispel later on. This, this, We're going to write a book on Magento history and Magento trivia. <laughs> One of these days, we're going to write that book. So um, anyway, back to this page uh, yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. We so we were literally um, asked by our customers. You know, the marketing for Magento two started coming out stronger, and a lot of people started thinking, should we start upgrading? And as a very um, you know, as an aside, a system integrator that's uh, kind of serving their customers, we felt that that's our responsibility to give a true answer, not just feed off what we're reading on the blogs and all that. So uh, we were actually hired by some of our customers here to check um, if it's worth for them to do to invest right now in upgrading or not. Now, mm-hmm. you know, let me put this out. I mean, if you're a new uh, player just going online, you probably look at Magento 2 because the Ma- Magento, the vendor, says that they're not, not going to support Magento 1 for new customers. So that's a no-brainer. But if you're already on Magento 1, you invested, you know, our customers invested at least a few hundred thousand dollars in this um, project. You have to ask yourself, what's the, what's the investment and what, will it, you know, what benefits will it give a merchant to, do, to make this investment right now? Um, and of course, right. is the product ready, right? So those were the questions we were asked by our uh, customers. And we did this for them, right? So we decided, okay, and we actually are still doing this for a lot of them. So we're actually going to release, I think, version two or part two of this blog uh, probably next week. Uh, but the idea is that we wanted to start testing what do we have here? What is Magento 2? We were trying to look for any kind of real documentation. There was a few that were doing benchmarks of Magento 1, Magento 2, but they were more promoting other kind of uh, products around that um, and not really proving the point. Is Magento 2 better, uh, faster, you know, more efficient? And that's what we tried to test. And again, this was done for our customers and as a service we spend a few um, good hours on doing this and a few of our mm-hmm. best resources to do this, right. including Dima, including our lead architect here at the company. So even myself, I contributed my two cents here and there. So, <laughs> so we actually right. invested a lot of time and some of our customers' money on this and we got permission from them to kind of share this with the world. Right. Um, and we thought this would be a good service. If nothing else, if we, if we made mistakes, if somebody says, you know, this is not good, so we at least would know, right? So if we yeah. made some mistakes or if we didn't do everything right, we want to know about it. And that's where we have an open kind of communication line with the ecosystem, hoping the community uh, comes back and says, but I was actually extremely surprised by the reactions. It's, um, it was a little bit of a letdown. It was, it felt- I've been surprised. Yeah, I've been surprised too. Like I've, you know, I think the world of you guys and, uh, you know, have just been a, a fanboy for so long that it's very hard for me to even, you know, think like, oh, wow, they're being, you know, underhanded about this or they're doing it in a way, you know, to promote their thing and, and in a way that's disingenuous. But a lot of people um, that you know, I mentioned it to are like, oh, yeah, why are, you know, they're competitors. Da, da, da. And um, I was also surprised by the. Uh, feedback. One of the things that I I sort of wondered, or that I the way I would have sort of imagined this going down, is that they see the you know they see the benchmark and they and they respond to it and they say, oh hey, uh, by the you know thanks for the the feedback, thanks for the benchmark benchmark. You know here's some 
things maybe we disagree with, if there is anything they disagree with, and, and then they can use that to make progress and to move forward. Mage Talk is brought to you in part by MageMail. MageMail is the triggered email app for Magento. You can be up and running in minutes, and there's a no-risk-free trial. Get your customers coming back to your website. You can start today by visiting MageMail online at magemail.co. Nexus is the leader in secure and scalable Magento hosting, offering up to 12 times the performance of any other host. Thanks to our sponsor, Nexus, they will offer our MageTalk listeners one free month of shared Magento hosting by using the code MAGEHOST. To claim that offer today, go to nexus.net slash MageTalk before the 18th of April, just after Magento Imagine 2016, and claim it by using the offer MAGEHOST for one free month of hosting. Yeah, absolutely. When I was driving the, the or piloting the plane at Magento, that's how we use this information. This is free, you know, test that somebody yeah. did, and we would look at it. I, and you know, don't don't take my word. We have Dima here, <laughs> but yeah. that's like a big part of what we would do. What, what we were doing is like getting this feedback, and that's free testing, right? I mean, that that's true for uh, any kind of vulnerability testing, but also for performance right. testing and any different use cases that people come up with. You know, if otherwise you have to spend a lot of time and a lot of money to have this done all the time. I think what we put was a real scenario. We were looking around if somebody was really testing this and no, I, we did not feel that there was, look, we wouldn't spend this time and our customers' money doing this if somebody else has done it before. We couldn't find right. anything real that kind of justified or satisfied our uh, curiosity about this. So that's why we did this. Right. Um, again, the results, uh, good or bad, um, but you know, it's the, the, the bottom line is, and I'll let Dima talk about this more is the bottom line that what we found is that in the end, it's going to cost you seven to eight times more to host Magento two versus Magento one to get the same performance. And that's, you know, that's a good answer for our customers. And then they can decide, you know, all yeah. everything else on the table, if there's specific stuff that, um, or things that you think that it's in, urgent for you to upgrade right now, but just right. take this into account and put that in your calculations. Right. And uh, one, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Can one, I, can, can, yeah, I, can I get yeah, something? Cause it. I, I yeah, haven't, yeah. haven't said a whole, whole lot. Get um, fit in. Yeah. My thought, my thought here was, uh, you know, Magento themselves and in, in their own benchmarks and some of the, you know, some of the benchmarks I've seen in comparing one to two, um, they, you know, that I think they've, even put out a benchmark and I, I was trying to dig it up. I couldn't find it yesterday, but there's a benchmark that I saw for an actual four core, you know, an actual, like a, a server that I would probably recommend to, you know, a small to medium tier client, which would be, you know, probably a, a VM, like, a, um, you know, something at Rackspace or something that's four cores, you know, with, you know, a reasonable amount of Ram, I don't know, 16 gigs of Ram, something like that. Um, and they're showing numbers that are wildly different to the the type of numbers that were that you we saw on your benchmark. Um, how how would you reconcile the differences between your benchmarks and Magento's benchmarks? So let me jump in here and uh, sure. just explain the way how we did our benchmark. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that would help. Uh, so basically, like. Uh, if it take uh, vanilla to vanilla, the, um, no questions. I believe like Magento two, and actually we did this test. We just not publish. If you do vanilla to vanilla, um, you will get uh, the result where Magento two outperform uh, Magento one. No questions here. But uh, in production world, actually we do not have um, customers that 
decline our proposal of putting a reverse proxy cache on front of the application, like putting varnish in front of application. Right. And, like, and again, if you care about performance, I mean, at least you will put varnish and who has uh, customers that have money and uh, want to get even better results, so they considering like uh, CDN options, like putting Kakamai even on front right. Magento applications, right. so they care about uh, delivery. So basically, and what we have in Magento 2 out of the box, yeah, uh, it's a very good news that uh, all the customers' requests and partner requests are heard, and basically, uh, application out of the box support integration with Magnish. And but when you do tests, so basically, you need to compare uh, same setup. Uh, like similar setup. So basically what we did, we put Varnish in front of Magento 1 and it's still, you have uh, cached static pages like catalog, CMS pages with dynamic elements like number of items in shopping cart, a customer name after login and stuff like that. And you have set of dynamic pages. And in the result that mm -hmm. we got, so on static pages, okay, result is absolutely comparable, right? So you're testing Varnish versus Varnish. And on the dynamic pages, right. because in the scenarios that you have in real world, so you go to, like, say, coming to any page of the website, you browse the catalog, you do search, you add product to cart, and you finally do checkout. So some pages are static, some pages are dynamic. And the deal maker here is a dynamic pages. So basically, on dynamic pages, a result is very different. Um, so that's basically the ideology behind our test. So, I mean, testing vanilla to vanilla, of course, we can put a um, statement here that, okay, Magento 2, definitely faster right. than Magento 1. But uh, taking production environment of Magento 1, test to, testing to production environment right. of Magento 2, uh, that's basically what our end customer needs, right? Because right. all of them right. have varnish in front, and uh, yeah. okay, so they will have it with Magento 2 as well, but yeah, they want to it's know what thing. the difference is. Yeah, and right. and that goes to one of the biggest uh, responses that we got. That I was very, very kind of uh, worried about, <laughs> to say the least. But when we put out these tests, and people's first reactions, oh, you're not testing apples to apples, right? And this kept on being the, including Magento representatives, right? They like, oh, they are not testing apples to apples, or uh, this test is not uh, true because of what Dima said, right? It's not uh, testing Magento one uh, basic functionality, and that's. That was a bit of a surprise for me because, you know, if you're running a real uh, Magento website today without a reverse proxy, cache, or Akamai or whatnot, mm -hmm. you know, your performance will be the out-of-the-box performance of Magento. And, you know, at right. least you, there's a bunch of extensions doing uh, full-page caching now and stuff like that. So you have to right. do something to, if you want to have a really good performance, right? If right. you're just running Magento and you don't have traffic and you're not transacting, yeah, that doesn't matter, right? But like Dima said, our customers are... Real merchants. They're selling Real online. Merchants, they're, yeah. they're, they have yeah. a lot of traffic on their site. You know, that's, uh, you know, Pete's Coffee hired us because they failed the first, before we started working with them, they failed during the holiday season. When we right. came, the first thing we did was put a reverse proxy in front of their site, right? To right. be able to, to allow yeah. the traffic they're getting during the holiday season. So right. I think. And, and you guys even have like a, isn't there a, a module that you guys have like put out or something through MageCore that does like, so not Manish. us, but there's other other extensions to do that today on Magento One. We were actually um, considering doing that, yeah. But I think mm -hmm. there's uh, people that um, did that uh, before us. So th there are uh, extensions for that. There are products today that are, that are either free or not that uh, build a reverse proxy or allow you to run a reverse proxy easier in front of Magento. So 
you know, in modern, you know, uh, e-commerce, if you're yeah. not doing this, this is a no-brainer. So, so again, we, we felt that we were doing a true apples-to-apples apples, uh, test, right? right. Otherwise, yeah. the truth would be to run Magento 2 without a reverse proxy and then see. And you know what? Then right. it also scores less. So right. it's, it's actually so, not more efficient or right. better performant. In when, terms of the pH. When, yeah. Sorry, yeah. if, if, if I could ask, too, um, uh, I don't know if anyone remembers or if we could look it up quickly. What was the date that you actually did the, the tests around what time? Did you do the? I think it was published on February second. Yeah, yeah, so like a few days before that, we finished the last run of tests. Oh, okay, all right. I, I I've heard some some people on on Twitter sort of remarking that there was a a point release in Magento that did a lot of uh, that did a lot of good to some issues with uh, slow page loading. I don't know if have you seen any of that? Could you respond to that at all? I think 2.0.1 fixed some stuff related to like configurable product page performance, which was something you guys mentioned. And I think 2.0.1 actually came out before in January. I just checked. Yeah, the job release. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, so did it did the test against 2.0, and like next test results that we will publish next week will be uh, 2.0.1, where PHP okay. 7 was enabled, and we basically. Okay. Uh, enabling PHP 7 uh, around Magento 1 to again compare apples to apples. Uh, so uh, we tested 2.0. Uh, right, right, got it. So, so not like any uh, like uh, other vendors we were talking about. We were actually listening to the what people were saying about our test. So a lot of people said, "Oh, you didn't test me about PHP right. seven. <laughs> you, you know, you're not on the latest." I, I love the one that said uh, you're running in in uh, developer mode versus production mode. You know, come on, guys. And and uh, we published the test. I mean, any, anybody that reached out and asked for our VMs, our configurations, everything, we gave it. Yeah. We made it and. People don't like me saying it, including Magento technical team. We made this available for them, so there's no, you know, we were not hiding anything. If anybody can refute it or say we did something wrong, I mean, we'd love to learn. <laughs> you know, really, yeah, we learn. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of like the, I mean, I mean, that's kind of the open source sort of way to do things. You put stuff out, you get critique, you go in and you and you work on it, as opposed to like kind of, you know, like I, like I refuse to comment yeah. on that because you know. Um, and and so just I, I just had sort of a dumb question. I actually didn't um, in terms of Magento's own benchmark. I know we talked about comparing vanilla to vanilla and how that's really apples to oranges. In terms of Magento's own benchmarks that they've, which I really haven't dug into, they've benchmarked Magento two against Magento one, but vanilla. So no no reverse proxy. So they've done vanilla. So they just do they compare without they compare M one. No reverse proxy to M2 with reverse proxy. Yeah, and you're basically that's, comparing that's their official benchmark. Yeah, and on most of the yeah. pages that they are showing better performance, you're basically benchmarking. Let me say yeah, the weird. varnish against Magento One. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, just a, yeah, yeah but I and, well, and I see I see where if I was like let me let me kind of let me we kind of take a little sidestep here, and I'm putting myself in in a position of a creator. If I'm a creator and I've spent a lot of time making, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of my you know, if I were Magento, let me put it like that because I'm going to have to do a long explanation. If I were Magento, I would probably do the exact same thing because Magento doesn't necessarily say on the 10 in Magento 1 that, you know, we, we support varnish out of the box. They, they don't. Magento 1 doesn't support varnish out of the box, right? Like there's VCLs to be generated, requires some community stuff. Miguel Belparta, actually, who is the maintainer of the Turpentine product for Nexus, um, he was on the show a few episodes ago and he even said, you know, it's not plug and play. It's not like you just throw this thing on your site and it just happens to work. It, you know, 
require someone with some knowledge to get up and running. Um, whereas someone could make the argument that, you know, varnish uh, VCL generation just kind of happens in Magento 2 and it generates it. You know, if you've done, if you've done things the right way, it'll generate it and you can kind of just plug that into your varnish config and, right. you know, Bob's your uncle. So it's, it is baked in. So um, also, you know, HP 7 isn't officially supported in Magento 1. Um, it is officially supported in Magento 2. You have to do some, it's a few things you have to fix in Magento 1. So I don't know if you could, I'm sure some people will bring that up. Could you address those things at all? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think I think again that uh, first of all, if like I said, if I would be in in Magento right now, it's still driving the tech team, and I would ignore the fact that most of the real Magento uh, deployments use a reverse, some sort of reverse proxy. Um, that will be just a marketing thing. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sign off uh, my name to that. To be honest, I, I'm and just saying that, right? I mean, this. Yeah. This is a test right. that does not show the real world. Yes, Magento uh, claims that they don't support, and and I think they changed that tone. I mean, more. All of our customers, all our enterprise customers, are running with a reverse proxy. I don't right. know anyone that doesn't. Right and right. and if that's not you, the fact for other people, that's again maybe yeah. a lack of education. I mean, none, lack- none of our clients do at something digital, but I. I know other I know other agencies where they just you know they can't live without it. So I, I, I your I clients do use varnish or don't? No, none of our clients use varnish at this moment. Oh. We've done it oh, in the okay. past for certain for certain things and certain events, but uh, we okay. found Magento full page cache in enterprise tends to be okay. You know, okay. it tends okay. to work. Okay. So. so so let's let's just continue this. If I would come to you as the marketing saying Magento two is faster because we have support for varnish, and then uh, mm-hmm. like some people do, and um, we as a uh, as an SI do, we tell you you know adding varnish will cost you ten grand, and uh, going and upgrading right. to Magento two will cost you one hundred and fifty two hundred grand. Which option would you take, and which is the right recommendation, right? So I think that's where well, we yeah. So again, that's what that's what we put out. I completely agree with you as a marketing product marketing person at Magento. Yeah, that's an easy win, right? Oh, Magento out of the box now is faster. But that's when when us technologists kind of like dig deep into the deeper into the uh, kind of marketing language, we we have to see what that means, right? right? And and I mean, I would say that if you're like when you talk about when you say most, we say most merchants. I think. Maybe if you're talking about, let's say, the long tail, 90, 80%, 90% of the smaller merchants that don't even have Varnish configured, that's going to be a huge benefit that um, but they'll still those have, guys... They'll still have to configure Varnish, so they'll still have no, to find a hosting yeah, company no. that will allow them to do that. That knows yeah, how that's to correct. That, yeah. right? so, no, I agree. I, I'm just, and, and I'm just saying that I think in terms of the 10% of you know, higher-end merchants, the kind of ones that, fill, you know, that you guys deal with, that higher-tier agencies deal with, and the comparison that you did, I think, is completely fair because for the for that level of a merchant, they're they're going to have some full page caching option, whether it's enterprise, whether it's varnish. Sure, sure, sure. They're not going to be using vanilla Magento. That's just insane. Yeah. But for the long tail of the smaller businesses, that it that could be a you know that it might work out of the box if the, with the right hosting company that could be a, a benefit. Yeah, and and varnish is configured correctly, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Going back to Magento yeah, Go, never it never disappears, that. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we for example, uh, one of our initial uh, releases we did internally was that we kept on uh, you know refreshing the cache all the time, you know, so we were not using any any uh, you know hits to the cache. So again, it has right. to be done right. 
it has to be education, right? That's put out there for merchants to be able to do this and benefit from it. Otherwise, again, if you would test without varnish, Magento 2 is still slower than Magento 1. So that's the bottom line. Yeah, right. That's the apples to apples. Yep. And um, I had one um, sort of specific detailed question on on the Phoenix um, uh, varnish uh, extension. I haven't. I'm not too familiar with that one myself. I know most people I know, you know, like turpentine. Um, was there any reason? I know you mentioned Ajax routes and things like that. Was there any reason in particular you guys like the Phoenix extension over, say, turpentine? Sure. And the main reason for that is uh, dynamic elements that you need to embed uh, to the page. Uh, so with running, uh, using server-side includes, uh, you're basically hitting a Magento application for every single uh, dynamic piece on the page. And basically, right. I mean, just booting, boot, to bootstrap Magento Core to uh, initialize it, it's already a resource-consuming operation just to get right. pieces of information. And versus like when you're doing it in a JAX way, basically you have one request to the server. So it depends how many dynamic pieces on the page you have. Uh, you just like for, uh, you, you're comparing like uh, few requests and few could be uh, like 10 and more, depends on number of dynamic pieces, to single request to the server, which of course will be faster than uh, uh, calling this data for multiple. Okay. So that's the main reason and uh, main logic behind this. Got it, got it. So I, I have to ask because I, I, I mean, you, you guys sound really genuine that you're you're kind of you were taken aback by you know people's reaction to the test. What what do you what what were you expecting? I have to I have to wonder what you were expecting. Like, did you think people would would be like, yeah, you know, suck it, Magento, you're slow. <laughs> like, what what do you? <laughs> what, no, what was uh, the expected outcome? Well, they just said they thought yeah. that they. They'd look at it and receive the critique and make him make you know be like, hey, thanks for the free testing. I think was yeah my understanding of or even you know to be honest, not that we were expecting it or that we needed it at this time, but even a credit for that, right? I mean, like if we would be another SI giving this kind of test, like, and there was a few good hours that were invested in it. True. I mean, that's not something you sweep under the rug. That's something you oh, have a few to good address. Weeks. And, yeah. 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 And we and again, I, I'm I'm just letting you know it is extremely hard for us to contribute back anything right now, which is also a problem for us because we were trying to reach out, we were trying to share these uh, findings, ask questions. That was not an easy operation for us, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and, I, if I were Magento, I'd, I'd kind of be like, you know, uh, I we released our own benchmarks. We've put out tools to help you benchmark this ourselves, and we, you know. Now someone's kind of calling us on the benchmarks. I'd kind of take, you know, if I were them, I'd I'd be like, you know, are you saying that I'm lying in my test? Are you saying that the the the, you know, it, that I, I put out something disingenuous? A, you know, because that's because I could see how on, I think know, that's what some of the people level. that are detractors or people that are kind of coming to the defense of Magento. I can see where they're coming from that they're saying, you know, and they're a fanboys. I'm a fanboy. You know, so <laughs> my gut reaction is uh, is like, you know, well, guys, you know, and I push up my glasses on my on the bridge of my nose. And I'm like, you guys got to see here, you know. Um, yeah, but that's so- that's a very dangerous uh, thing. That's when you're sitting on your kind of on your um, success, right? Relying on the previous success. I think, and again, I'm not running Magento anymore. But if they want to keep on being the number one e-commerce platform. For B two C, you know we will. They'll have to or do this B2B. work, and, and these are you know, it's it's fine. And what we've learned in our past is whatever you sweep under the rug it comes out in the end, right? So people would catch on sooner than later. Right now, yeah, everybody's like uh, drinking from the the same Kool Aid, right? But as soon as uh, the the real world cases will start popping up, 
I think people would have noticed it. I think that answering people, you have to spend you know seven to eight times more on hosting right now to get the same performance you were getting before. People will start calling you out on that. That's not a, yeah. a small thing to do. And again, if some other reasons compel people to use Magento 2 now, then they just have to go eyes wide open into it. Um, and I think that's the way to do it. And I, again, just reiterating this, this was not done to do any harm. This was done to fix and uh, highlight problems that we were found right. for paying Magento customers. So again, this is something that we were really wanting to upgrade these people to Magento 2 as soon as possible because that's what they want. But right. when we are giving them the data, they have to think twice, right? In, in terms of, and I know some of this might be, you know, sort of confidential private, but in terms of the process of you guys reaching out to Magento with this, and you mentioned in the article that you reached out to some of the Magento technical team and that they um, actually were like, yeah, we, we were, they were happy about it. Um, what was, cause I think it's important. Like what, like what was the process? Like, did you guys approach the management with it? You said you tried to get in touch with them. Did you try to bring it to them first? Like, Hey guys, here's something we're seeing uh, before you published it. Or what, what was that like as far as getting in touch with, you know, the management uh, product management guys? Well, I, I definitely, we didn't, uh, uh contact the product management um, because uh, that would be um, a wall. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we we definitely contacted uh, our ex-co-workers, people we know, people we know that are heading, um, you know, the Magento 2 development. And we we were asking them questions, right? I mean, like any other partner, right? We, We have an issue. We have a potential customer. This is the problems we're seeing. We didn't get the right answers, unfortunately, from my point of view. So, Again, this was not put out to call out anyone or put anybody on the spot. Yeah, this was to start a conversation, share this information that we spend the time and money on to with the rest of the world to see if anybody can benefit from it. Sure, I mean it's the same thing you would do with, let's say, Symphony. If you found some performance issues with Symphony itself, you'd probably write a post like this, and you know the guys at Symphony might see it and try to improve on it, or let you guys do a pull request or something like that. Yeah, and and let me say this, and vice versa. Symphony themselves publishes issues that they find with over CRM. So if you mm-hmm. go on their um, their score, whatever they call it now, you'll see where we have issues. You know what? We look at it like almost on a weekly basis to see what we need to fix. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, that just goes to show that you really mean exactly what you're saying, and which is that you know that type of feedback is it's free testing. It's it's free performance testing. I mean. They could have had to pay you guys well, a lot I mean, of money for that. I, I don't know. Like, I, I think what I was saying earlier is is probably more is more the reality, which is, yeah, it's it's free. It's free bad publicity is what it is. It's it's free. It, it comes across as you know Magento's own benchmarks not being. But you could not you being could call. Jet. You could say what Symphony's doing is bad publicity for Oro. Yeah, I mean, I think people would understand that in open source software that there are, you know, or open source contributions have bugs. You could, you could probably go and look at, you know, any number of of open source projects that have bugs open against it. If the bug was, you know, uh, it depends on the nature of the bug. If the bug was, hey, I found a piece of code that transmits, you know, my mom's social security number to, you know, Russia, then yeah, you probably have a problem. But um, I think. I, I'm not saying that what what anyone did was harmful or malicious, but I I, I can see where it would be perceived to be like, you know, it, it puts Magento in a negative light. Um, I mean, I, I can I can understand that perspective too from the business level perspective, but I think the example you have gave of Symphony publishing problems with Oro 
you could say that's bad press for Oro. Yeah, why, actually why, scoring why? us, by the way. So they give us a score between 1 and 100. Yeah. You know, So a developer that's uh, evaluating <laughs> us and sees that we scored 70 and we don't fix the problems, that's a problem, right? And, yeah. and they don't say that as, oh, that's bad press. We want to shove that under the rug and ignore that it's there. I mean, they're like, no, like, thanks. Like, we're going to work on that. Like, that gives us, I don't know, we could probably go back and forth on it. But I, I have to say I, I agree. The one thing I will say, you know, you talked about trying to get in touch with product management. I mean, personally, I, I, I have a lot of respect for Paul Boyver and a lot of people over there. And I'd imagine he'd be, I mean, I don't want to speak for him. And, and by the way, I think we may ask them if they want to do a follow-up episode or, you know, to talk on these types of things. But I would imagine he'd be open to this kind of feedback. Um, I, can't, you know, I can't speak for him, but I just I like him a lot. So let, let's make it public. We're, we're offering our services, and if uh, Matento wants, <laughs> we, we'll definitely cooperate <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and make sure that uh, whatever information we know will be, um, again, it's made available to anybody, but if they want us to help and contribute back and do anything, we're open to that, of course. So again, we we still, part of our revenues, that's where people don't put one and one together, I think, or two and two in this case, that we are literally um, <laughs> relying on some of this revenue, right, from Magento. We want Magento to be successful, especially for B2C, right? We'll talk about right. it later. But B2C is something we definitely um, are excited about. We're, we have existing customers that are big brands, show you know that Magento can be run uh, in production mode for big uh, corporations and companies. So we want this to be a success for everybody. So that's that's our aim. That's what we we want to do. What we want to do. And if Magento wants our help, we we're offering. Should we make that the last word? Is that the last word? <laughs> Sounds fair to me. <laughs> um, yes, I, I think that's I think that's pretty much pretty much it. Um, that was that was great. That was. What are the uh, dates for momentum again? Tenth, uh, tenth of April. So April tenth. Oh wow, that's yeah. that's a month. That's a month away. We we're going back to work after this. <laughs> <laughs> Get to work. Get to work, you guys. I'm I'm excited to go there. We're we're gonna have uh, a few of us are gonna swing in and uh, and uh, you know I'm, I I want to just say hi to Roy because I don't think I've ever met Roy in person. Also, um, I'll make sure to make an introduction then. Yeah, we, we would and, uh, we would love to do that. But uh, and that's thank you guys. The, the date for me and him, if you want, uh, oh, 100, right? Episode one hundred. So yes, yes. yeah, that's be epic. Start working that. on it, man. I would love to hear it. Um, all right, yeah, he's he's okay with that, so we can definitely do that. And nice. we'll bring all the pepper commerce and all that. <laughs> <laughs> now we just have to make it to hundred. We have to do. We have to make sure. Yeah, we hope Magenta doesn't shut you down now. Huh? <laughs> um, they, they're not going to shut us down, but if we if we turn into like a cooking show or something, you'll know what happened. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we, uh, ind- we independently decided to shift our focus to cooking. Yeah, because uh, so now we're now we're just talking about uh, all the cooking shows. We're reviewing cooking shows on on television. That's that's a new podcast. Doing performance benchmarks of various uh, dishes that that uh, pepper commerce. You get pepper <laughs> commerce. Yeah, there anyway. you go. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys so much, Dima. Thank you, and uh, thank you, Yoav. Thank and, uh, you, guys. Thank you very much, guys. All the support and everything. Hey, listen, go check us out on iTunes. Uh, give us a five star. And uh, if you know a friend that is in the Magento space, uh, hit them up and uh, tell us, uh, tell them to follow us on Twitter at Mage Talk. And, uh, you know, we'll catch you guys next week. And go make something awesome. Do something awesome this week. Uh, but anyway, peace out, guys. Over and out. <laughs> <laughs>